Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over test strips versus dot, 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 and then I'm going to compare it to other ways of testing, and you can draw your conclusion if you want to use test strips or another way to test the pool water, and I'll cover all the different ways to test your water here. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Besides going to your local Leslie's or your local pool store every week with a water sample and having them tested there... You can actually do at-home testing in various ways. Of course, if you have a pool service, you're not going to be going into the pool store with a water sample from all your accounts. You're going to have to figure out some way to test the water. There's a lot of ways of doing it. There are test strips, and I'm going to go over test strips versus dot, dot, dot. And I'll start with test strips versus reagent testing. And a reagent test is basically the reagent is in a bottle, and then you put a specific amount of drops of the reagent to do the test. Usually you have a color chart on the side, and you're going to hold this up and try to read the color that the reagents indicate. For example, if you're doing a chlorine test, sometimes you would use a powder depending on the test kit you're using. But just for the sake of this podcast, let's say it's a liquid reagent. I should have mentioned that they're liquid at the beginning. And you would put the drops of the liquid reagent into the tube of the water sample and as the color changes for chlorine if it gets darker pink then that means that the chlorine level is higher and if it's lighter or clear that means that there's very little chlorine in the pool so you would hold it up look at it and then you would de- you would determine based on how you read the color how you interpret the color and that way you can actually see the chlorine level based on the liquid reagent. So they're affordable. The refills are affordable. And I think a liquid reagent test kit is very accurate. Again, it's open to interpretation. um, Taylor recently got their reagent testers NSF certified. That means that an independent study or independent company that you have to pay for verified that, you know, their phenol red reagent will measure pH accurately. Again, there's a little asterisk there because it's open to interpretation. It doesn't give you a digital readout, and it's something you have to extrapolate. Now, how does that compare to test strips? When you dip the test strip in the pool and you pull it out and there's a guide on the bottle, can you read the pH as accurately as a reagent tester? And I would say, of course, the reagent is probably going to be more accurate if you read that correctly than the test strip in a lot of cases. However, the test strip will show you a pH pH range and it can tell you if the pH is really high by being usually a bright pink color or really low by being a yellow color 
or a light yellow color. And this will give you an idea that, hey, the pH is like below 7, or hey, the pH is 8.2. And when it gets into that range of 7.4 to 7.8, it's a little bit harder to distinguish the actual pH. But I would say that, you know, if you don't really want or need the exact pH for that pool, test strips are good enough in a lot of cases, especially if you're testing a spa and you want to make sure that the pH isn't super low. If the customer is using their spa, you want to make sure they don't get itchy from having really low pH. And I definitely would not use test strips at a commercial pool to test the spa there. You want to have a more spot-on reading with the pH. And as with chlorine, you're going to do the same thing. You're going to read the color of the tab the uh, patch on the test strip if it matches the chlorine level then you're going to get an idea what the chlorine level is in that pool the one thing that reagent does over a test strip and a test strip can give you your combined chlorine or total chlorine level but i think a reagent tester is a little more accurate when it comes to more fine-tuned readings so in the case of reagent testers versus test strips of course test strips are faster you dip it in, you get seven readings in some cases, depending on what test strip you're using, in about 10 seconds. Where if you wanted to get seven readings with the reagent tester, it's going to take you several minutes to do that. So that is the advantage of test strips. So you decide at this point which one wins. If you're going for speed, not quite 100% accurate, accurate enough in a lot of cases because the, the test strips have gotten much better. And it's open to interpretation, just like the reagent tester is when you hold it up and try to figure out is this 7.2, 7.4, or 7.6. Sometimes it's a little bit easier with the reagent tester than using a test strip to get that particular color because you have a bigger sample of water, obviously, and the reagent is more accurate because of the way the test is performed over a test strip. The test strip, you have a small little tab you know, what is it, like um, the size of a, smaller than the size of a pencil eraser. And with the with the um, reagent tester, you have a vial and you can actually see the color a lot better. So that's probably the only re real distinction between the two as far as being able to read the color. I should say that test strips do do a lot of tests that reagents can't do. So they can, you can get various test, test strips for uh, phosphates, for copper and iron, for borates, for your salinity level or salt level. So there's a wide range of test strips available that you can't get the same reagents for those readings that you can get with the test strip. So keep that in mind also that test strips have a wider range of testing parameters than say a Taylor K2005 test kit. Next up, the test kit versus a photometer. And a photometer or photometer is a test kit that has a digital component to it. And it uses the a photometer to read the color spectrum, usually in a chamber that's covered. And this will give you a reading depending on the photometer you're using. There's different parameters. There's some popular ones that I like. I like the Lamotte Color Q 2X Pro 9. This one is a a little bit more advanced kit than the Color Q2X Pro 7 because it does iron and copper as well as the standard test factors, your cyanuric acid, alkalinity, pH, total chlorine, and free chlorine and bromine. So it does more test factors than the Color Q2X Pro 7. 
It's a very fast reacting photometer. You get your readings fairly quickly. It's really one of those things that they've advanced in, the speed of the reading. And there's a digital screen, so if you have problems with color, if you can't read colors correctly or if you don't want to bother reading a color and trying to figure out what it is, then this is definitely something for you because you get a digital reading and it's very accurate. They're NSF certified. And so if it says the pH is 7.37 or 7.48, it's going to be that exact pH on a photometer. Some don't give you the reading directly, you know, past the one decimal point. Others do. And so there, it varies by the photometer you're using. So it may just say 7.3 or 7.4, but a lot of them will give you the 7.37 you know, or 7.38. So it's a very accurate way to get your your test factors or the parameter or the readings of the water with the various parameters. The other ones that I like are the exact IDIP. This is a really underrated test, a photometer. And ironically, it uses um, not test strips, but something similar to that. So you do put a strip in there. And this is an exact strip, basically, is what they call it. And it has an exact amount of reagent on each one of these strips. In the bottle, there's a lot less test strips than you would find when you buy a bottle of test strips because the reagent's been exactly measured on there. And so with the exact eye dip, you would move it back and forth in the chamber, and the reagent is released from that particular strip. And then you would get the reading, and it's, they're highly accurate also. And they do a lot of different parameters with those testers, and they use the strips. So it depends on what you like. A lot of the companies are moving away from liquid reagents. So the Color Q 2X Pro 9, you get liquid reagents for the free chlorine and the pH. But the rest of the tests are done by, with tablets that you crush. And these tablets also have a pre-measured amount of reagent in them, making them very accurate. But there's an extra step involved where you're crushing the tablets to get the reading. So it is more time-consuming. So the reagent test kit is much faster than a photometer. And of course, test strips are faster than both of those combined because you just dip it in and you get your reading. And the other one that I like is the Pool Lab 2.0. Here in the U.S., you're going to be calling it the water tester because of a trademark infringement. I guess there's a company here in America called Pool Lab and they didn't like them using the name. And so in Europe and the rest of the world, it's going to be the Pool Lab 2.0. And in the U.S. market, it's going to be known as the water tester. And this does 24 parameters. And I think this is a great test kit also. Now, it's not NSF certified here in America. And basically, the parameters have a slighter, larger margin of error than a photometer that is NSF approved. So keep that in mind. I'm not saying that they're inaccurate at all. It's just that they're not independently certified. However, since the tablets are pre-measured with reagent, I think you don't have nothing you don't have much to worry about in that case. And most of the pool lab tests are done with a pill or tablet and not a reagent that's a liquid. Although you can get liquid reagents for some of the tests that you do with the pool lab 2.0. The nice thing about the pool lab 2.0 or water tester in the US market it could do three parameters at the same time there are three chambers and the photometer reads all three chambers at the same time. However, the center chamber ha has actually four wavelengths. So if you're doing a single tester, they want you to use the center chamber with the four wavelengths over the three wavelengths of the other two chambers. And I think it's still highly accurate with even three wavelengths, but that's just something that you should know that the center chamber is the one you want to use on that one for the most accurate reading. 
And to say they're accurate, I've tested them, and I think they're highly effective. But again, the test strip is faster. You dip it in, you get all the readings there, and a lot of the parameters that the photometers do, the test strips will do also. Maybe not in the same test strip. You can buy test strips that um, have copper and iron testing separately. You can do nitrate tests with that. You can also do phosphate tests with strips. And you can do phosphate tests with a lot of these uh, photometers that are on the market. I mentioned a little earlier that you don't want to use test strips to test a commercial account, which is an apartment complex, HOA community, um, you know, a, a hotel pool. You want to use something more accurate. And I would say instead of a reagent tester, I would definitely use a photometer at a commercial account. If you really wanted to get the Ferrari, the Porsche, or however you want to call it, of test of photometers, you would get the Lamont Spin Touch. This is a $1,000 tester that does 10 test parameters in one minute. So the speed is pretty awesome, and it does a lot of test factors that are important. And you can also get iron and copper, and you get salinity and phosphates with this tester. Also, they have a borate disc to test the borate level in a pool. So as far as you know, this, it's pretty equal to a test strip. Test strip maybe 20 seconds, 30 seconds to get the reading. And the spin touch will do it in one minute. And again, you do need that accuracy for a commercial account. Maybe not so for a residential pool. And if you're comparing the cost of the spin touch, you have to also factor in the cost of the disc, which is about 250 270 per disc. And so that breaks down to about 25 cents or 27 cents per test factor. If there's 10 of them, that's how much you're paying. The test strip is still much more affordable, but I wouldn't use the test strip in a commercial setting. In fact, if the health department sees you using test strips, they're going to cite you. They're going to want you to use a reagent tester or a photometer because that's not the code in most counties. They want an accurate reading in a test strip. They feel is too inaccurate. You're kind of guesstimating the readings when you're writing them down where they want a more accurate reading. Besides that, the health department is probably using a photometer of some kind to do the readings. And then last, test strips versus in-store pool testing. Now, this just really depends on where you go for your testing. Leslie uses the Aqua Blue, which is basically a spin touch branded for the Leslie stores. And depending on how the person fills the disc up, there's a certain way to fill the disc. It's still being debated, I think, among everyone. You know, should you fill it to the line on a disc? Should you overfill it? I think overfilling it is better than underfilling it. But there is a line on the disc where you fill it to. And so the pool store testing will give you a printout of all the readings. If you go to a Leslie's, they use the Aqua Blue, which is a spin touch basically in disguise. And you're going to get a nice printout with all the readings for you. If the person did the test correctly, the readings will be really accurate. Other stores use a Taylor test kit probably. Taylor does have a kind of a hybrid one that you can use test strips in that they created. And it's also an in-store tester. But mainly when you go to the pool store, you're going to either see them using a photometer or a reagent test kit to give you a reading. And depending on the person doing the test, now they're using the, if they're doing a reagent test, you're supposed to be out in sunlight. So they're using the overhead lights of the store. So it may not be something that they read accurately. It may be something that you want to, you know, it's going to be, again, not the same as a photometer that gives them an exact digital reading. So that's open to interpretation also. So I would say, depending on the pool store, the test strip versus that is really a factor because the test strip will give you a ballpark at the pool. And if the test store is using a reagent tester, they're going to give you a ballpark also. They may be 
better at reading it because they do test all day long. One big advantage of the pool store with the printout is that if you're doing pool service and you wanted to verify something, you could definitely go in there and get a printout for the customer if you don't have that ability. It is also good to verify a reading if you're getting some kind of weird readings at the pool. Going into the pool store is a great way to verify that. If you're a homeowner, when you go into the pool store to get your water tested, they can give you right there recommendations at the counter. So sometimes that's really convenient to kind of go to the store. If you're new, if you just bought a house at a pool, you're not sure what you need. Sometimes if you go to a local pool store or if you go to a Leslie's, they'll be able to recommend what you're going to need to balance your pool. If the pH comes in low, they're going to tell you what you're going to need to get it up. Of course, you have to know some of the ins and outs of, you know, upselling and some things you don't need for your pool. But in most cases, going in there is going to really give you a good idea of what you need to put in your pool. So I think, you know, the test strips are really something to look at. It's not something that, you know, they're, they're not, they don't work. They're just garbage. I think there is some reasons to use test strips. If you're in a rush, if you're doing your filter cleaning at some time and you want to just do a reading of the pool to make sure that the chlorine and pH are somewhat in range or alkalinity, then you can use a test strip there. It's always good to have test strips to double check a reagent or photometer reading that you may have gotten some weird numbers on. Put a test strip in and, and you ensure that you're getting accurate numbers because then you have something else to compare it to and it's relatively fast to do. So if you're using a photometer and the chlorine is showing, you know, maybe like six parts per million and you think that it's lower, you can use a test strip and the, the indication on that should tell you that. Or if you're getting a pH of like 6.8, the test strip should tell you that because it'll come in really light yellow and then you know the pH is low. And so there are a lot of instances where test strips do come in handy. And again, compared to other testers, of course, it's not going to be nearly as accurate, but it may be accurate enough for the situation you're using the test strip for. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can find those on my website. On the banner, click on the podcast icon, and it'll take you to a drop-down menu of podcasts I recorded. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at GetSkimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.